What's up, G? Do you know what happens when you start early? I do, G. You grow wealthy. It's time for Money with Mac and G. Finance for you and your family. Grant, this season has been pretty awesome. I've learned so much. My brain is filling up. And it's been fun learning the different lessons on how to grow wealthy. Agree. Do you think there was a rich dad who was a chariot builder? Living in an average mud house next to the other people who didn't know he was rich? Never thought of it that way. Huh? But it's clear we've been paying attention. It's also clear that several of the lessons are very similar. But did you know when we spoke about Babylon, it piqued my interest? Why? Did you find some interesting facts on the city or something? Well, I found out that King Hammurabi actually built the entire city up and was a great leader. Follow me, people. Didn't he also create a number of laws to run the city, which were pretty unique for the time? He tried to make things fair, but it sounds like he didn't always succeed. He did lots of construction, too. He built up the walls of the city and encouraged trade in the region, as well as science. E equals MC squared. Things really flourished under him. It became the biggest city in the world, and he united Mesopotamia. Dad would probably love to hear this. Later on, Nebuchadnezzar came in and ruled. He supposedly built the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Why are they special? Sounds like they were crazy beautiful, built on tiers or steps, and were one of the seven, seven ancient, ancient wonders, wonders of the world. And it's the only one of the seven they couldn't find. That sounds mysterious. <laughs> Agree. Some really cool stuff for sure. And I didn't realize the Tower of Babel is actually the Tower of Babylon. Now that's a story. Of biblical proportions. Nice pun. In the book of Genesis, it explains why we have different languages in the world. Definitely worth a read. You know dad babbles about finance sometimes. <laughs> Mac, you're on a roll. He does when he goes deep in the money thing. When that happens, I don't understand him at all. Well, he's not babbling this season. I'm really getting it. You know that he has always talked about the money mindset. Maybe we should learn a bit more about that. Since I don't have that one clear, we should definitely get some more info. Sounds good to me. Dad, we, we want, want the money mindset. Can you tell us what it is exactly? Hi-ya! Did you hear that? It's Saturday, and he's probably finishing his favorite karate movie, Pull Your Wagon. Grant, you know Dad wouldn't be happy if you said that, disrespecting Bruce Lee like that. It's Enter the Dragon. And I know, I know. Bruce learned Wing Chun and not karate. Okay, I got it out of my system. Do you think he's down there learning some martial arts, or do you think he's doing that routine thing again? If he is, we need to catch him after the movie and before he starts his meditation and visualization. Yeah, he's not a happy camper if we interrupt him when he's in his trance. I can hear the movie's over. Time to go. Hurry! Hey, Dad, what's going on? 
Oh, okay, hey guys, not much. You know, sometimes on Saturday, I really need to get my zen on and watch a little Bruce Lee. It gets me pumped up. Then I dive into my meditation and visualization routine. We were hoping to catch you before your medi-visualization and after your movie so we didn't mess up your big bang. Grant, it's yin-yang. It's a philosophy of counterbalancing interconnected opposing forces. Well, Mac, maybe I should call you Grasshopper. From that 70s television show, Kung Fu. Dad probably loved that show. I did, because the old blind man hears the grasshopper, and the young man does not. Think about that. So, you caught me at the right time. What can I do to help? Well, you love talking about the money mindset. We were hoping you might be able to explain it to us. Is it that humming thing that you do after your movie? Oh. Is that part of it? Yes, kind of. The humming is actually called a mantra. Did you say contra like you're against something? Kind of like Grant is contra about homework? (laughs) No, it's called a mantra with an M. It's a word or sound repeated to help you concentrate during meditation. makes sense. I made a funny. I'm ignoring that. So, what does meditation do for you anyways? It does several things, guys. It helps reduce stress and anxiety. It can help you sleep, lower your blood pressure, and other things. Now, those are all great, but I like it for focusing my mind. Dad, I get why you'd want to focus your mind in school, but what do you need to focus your mind on? Uh, By thinking about those things I want in my life. It makes me more focused on making them happen. So your thoughts become reality? You think more about it, which makes you take action, which gets you closer to your end goal? Excellent. I've seen you do the same, Mac. You created a goal, you focused your mind on it, and then you achieved it. Isn't that what you did when you wanted to get an A on that test last week? That's true, Mac. You did talk about it each day for a week before the exam. I work on focusing on it for five days a week. Now, the money mindset is a lot of things, but one of the biggest parts is realizing that thoughts are powerful. Big idea number one. Um, did you just hear that? It said, big idea number one. What's going on? Dad, is that another book you learned from? Yep, it's called Think and Grow Rich. Do you really believe that you can think and grow rich? Isn't that like magic? I absolutely do. It's been a very important part of my journey. I have faith. Big idea number three. That when I do the right things, it gets me closer to my goal. Whoa, I heard that one. It said, big idea number three. Mac, you heard number one, and now I heard number three. What's going on? You guys are hitting on some huge ideas from the book. Okay, let's start over. Is this a well-known book? When was it written? 
Did the author do any research? Do people believe it works? Hey, the idea does sound a bit crazy. Think and be rich. <laughs> Those are all great questions. It's think and grow rich, Grant. I'm glad you're asking questions because I definitely want to encourage it. First, it was written by a guy named Napoleon Hill in 1937. Come on, Dad. That's a long time ago. Are these ideas still good today? Mac, we did hear about bands here, the Chariot Builder. Those lessons were set in a story thousands of years ago, and they worked back then and today. I guess you're right. So, Dad, what about the other questions? Well, there are various estimates, but it looks like this book has sold over 100 million copies. That's huge. And that's over the last 80 years. And it has 25 years of research that's put into it. Okay, that's a lot of sales and research. So, the first lesson is that thoughts are powerful. Big idea number one. Right? Uh, did you just hear that again? Uh, it's cool. Yeah, we learned your mind is your most important asset in Rich Dad Poor Dad. Putting thoughts in your mind that are positive have always been powerful for me. Do you have an example? When I was younger, I truly believed I would never fly on an airplane. Or go to another country. That's silly, Dad. I know. But it wasn't until I saw my brother travel the world that I started to believe. Then look what happened. You've been everywhere. France. Bonjour. Turkey. Argentina. Buenos dias. Morocco. And Japan. Domo arigato gozaimasa. Switzerland. Australia. Spain. Paraguay. And many more. You got it. For me, it all changed when I had that thought. In the book, thoughts are way more important than having money, education, or knowledge. And I really wanted to travel, too. So you had a burning desire to travel? Big idea number two. Yep. You have to have desire. And ask yourself how bad you want it. That's lesson number two. When your thoughts are mixed with desire, they turn into action. That makes sense. It sounded like you clearly had it. Didn't you drive your car from east to west coast looking for a job that would take you all over the world? I did, and I almost gave up, but I had just enough faith Big idea number three. to hang on. And I found an international audit job with Tupperware, the little plastic boxes. You got it, G-Man. Napoleon calls faith, and you gotta have faith for faith for faith, baby, the great equalizer. You focus on the positive stuff, write down your goals, and reinforce the message by continuing to tell yourself you can do it. Does that mean if you have faith, you have just as much as a chance of being successful as anyone? That's a really good way to put it. Sounds like you got it. You gotta have faith. Hey, I think we've heard this next one before. You need specialized knowledge. Big idea number four. Is that the one where we have to know your stuff? Don't invest in stuff we have no knowledge, experience, or simply don't understand. Knowledge is more than school, but we can learn it at the library. Shh. Through conversations with people that know their stuff and through experience. 
I've made this mistake. So I remind people that having a crazy big expectation for an investment return can get you into trouble. And sometimes it's FOMO. That gets you in trouble too. Do you guys remember what that is? Fear of missing out. You got it. Okay, are you sitting down? This is a big one, and I believe we can all agree on it. In the book, it considers this the number one rule. I personally think kids have loads of it. Are you talking about fighting? We have loads of that in us. Seriously, G. Dad, since we're talking about our minds and thoughts, I'm guessing it's creativity and imagination. I've got lots of that. Hey, I do too. Well, they actually call it creative imagination. Big idea number five. I've seen it in your writing, your drawings, and other things you've both created. Plus, I've seen how you approach problems really differently than I do. Max, you made your quadruple chocolate chocolate pancakes. I would never thought that was possible, and they didn't fall apart. It was amazing and delicious. Big bro, I loved your DNA helix you made out of red licorice for your science project. I thought that had a lot of imagination, and when it was over, you could eat it. You guys are starting to make me hungry. Feed me, Seymour. Did you know Einstein said imagination is more important than knowledge because knowledge is limited and imagination encircles the world. I agree. It's just endless and creates so many new, interesting things like video games. You need killer imagination to create different worlds to play in and all the enemies, powers, and other stuff. Creativity can be used in so many ways. Napoleon believed that you can see opportunities and their outcomes, which leads to inner energy, and when you put it together with a plan, can make you super successful. So, if you use your creativity, you can take the three types of chocolates. Creamy. White, milk, and dark, and make tens of thousands of candy bars with chocolate. Now that's creative and delicious. You got a point, Mac. Hey, this is a great place to stop. I think we can call this a sweet ending. Sounds good, but you never told us how many lessons Think and Grow Rich has. Did we cover all of them already? We only covered half of the lessons, G. So we'll have to finish Napoleon's book next week. It'll give you some time to work on these five before giving you another five. Grant, can you see my power? I'm thinking huge thoughts. Huge. My mind is focused now like a, a razor blade. Perfect. I know it takes practice. So we'll see you next week. Bye. Open your mind, but every book doesn't resonate with everyone. Think and Grow Rich has been a wild success. This season's goal is to expose you to some various books to encourage you to further explore. There are books out there that will speak to you at the right time when you're ready. Just like for my wife, we all need to continue our journey and it will come. I love this book because I found that the mind plays such a huge role in our lives. Have you ever met someone who seems to have everything but is miserable? Agony! <sighs> 
We don't know what's going on in their life, but I've found happiness is a choice. And if you believe you can or can't, you're right. What a great quote, because the way we view the world is in our mind. I know you've heard stories about someone who did the impossible, and it was related to their state of mind. Maybe they had to succeed or they would actually die. Others have been motivated to succeed for the sake of someone they love or had some crazy drive they couldn't let go. Thoughts are powerful. When you mix in desire and faith, action takes place. Just do it. Then, when you add some creative imagination and specialized knowledge, you're in an awesome place to succeed. I've had an amazing life, but Corona has possibly been the most challenging chapter in it. Without my family and a healthier mindset that was positive, grateful, and optimistic, I believe it would have been much, much tougher. Let's learn from these lessons and work on them. The ones we're drawn to can be an entry point, so keep the faith, because life is daily. I'll leave you with this thought. My life is much better when I use my mind to think about things I'm grateful for, envision what my life can be, and think positively. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm sure with practice, you'd feel the same. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you next time for More Money with Mac and G. Bye!